Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. All right, everybody, welcome back. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady and JC. It's a pleasure, Wendy. Thank you. So we're here talking about employee engagement and that uh, manager training is vital, 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 vital. It's no longer optional. We just can't throw people into the manager seat, whether they've been a manager before or not, but definitely if they haven't been a manager, we can't just say here, good luck, figure it out. could there be a few people that are just superstars, rock stars that they might be able to figure it out if you have all these tools readily available? Possibly, but I would not risk your budget and your brand and your reputation with employees and then with your customers. I wouldn't risk it on that. So I want to talk about how can companies train managers to truly engage employees while also caring about the employee's well-being so that the employee is not only engaged, but they're doing their job and that they come back to work tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. I think what what aren't you asking for in this section? My gosh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's the yellow brick road and a, and a guy behind a curtain. I don't know. Look, uh, managers, supervisors, and existing future leaders, they can all benefit from leadership training at the end of the day. And you can be required to take part in several management training programs throughout your career to develop some of these leadership abilities. Now, leadership training is crucial. It teaches you the skills and strategies that you're going to need to succeed as a leader and to cultivate and keep your team together and remain enthusiastic. And as you participate in the training, it's going to teach you about some of the requirements that your staff need and then the crucial, uh, crucial elements that drive the productivity and efficiency of your business. So look, there's 12 very strong effective leadership development topics that could help you out. And if you consult with the proper HR people, they could probably even help you with training. But that's going to be, I'm going down the list real quick here for you, okay? Conflict resolution, dealing with change, problem solving, leading innovation, virtual leadership, project planning and delegating, building trust and respect, coaching to improve employee performance, managing effective meetings, motivating and encouraging your employees, effective communication skills, and ultimately the last one, time and energy management. Wendy, it's a long list, but it could be effective. It is is a long list. One other thing that I want to add to that list is um, the legal side. Uh, So, you know, we could do, you know, 13, you know, magical 13 there is employment law in your specific state, city, county, wherever you're at, or many states, because, you know, if somebody is trying to communicate with their employee um, and they an employee mentions like a medical illness well you need to know what what your responsibilities by law are and where you live and where that employee lives and then you need to know how it connects to everything else uh old days would be you know i i'll give you an example Uh, right before we got on this podcast to record i had a client call me a small client that isn't really 
um, doesn't have to follow like family medical leave act or anything like that, but they're an yeah. awesome client and they want to help people. And they had somebody resign because they can't get their health together. Um, basically because of the shortage of Adderall in the United States right now. And oh, wow. so not, yeah. So not to get too you know, go down too much of a, um, a, a, you know, rabbit hole here, but I'm glad that my client who's an awesome client called me and said, Hey, I didn't know about this. I said, yep, there is a shortage. And yes, there's going to be lots of problems because people can't concentrate. If they can't concentrate, they can't work. And so the person, instead of consulting with them, they just said, I'm going to give my notice um, and resign until I can get my health under control. And this client said, no, 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 no. We want to keep them. What what can we do? I'm like, oh, I'm so happy you called me because you can do a lot, even though you don't by law have to. So that's why I want to add on there the employment law part. But all of these, that a lot of these that you just mentioned, literally um, goes into that same scenario about conflict resolution, dealing with change, problem solving, right. you know, all the way down to building that trust and respect. The employee in this case was actually a new employee. And so they probably were just feeling, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to go and resign before I get fired. Oh, man. But I think if we could help this employee and give them the time off, of course, it's a small company. They don't they don't um, uh, they don't have any benefits yet. So we're still trying to jump through some hoops to figure that out. But I think that's going to really, really solidify a trusting environment in that in that organization. So that employee says, wow, like I just I just met these people. I've only been working for them for a little bit here and they're going out of their way to save my job so yeah. I can get my health under control. And like, yeah, I'm coming back once this is under control of it. You know, it's it's a uh, things like that get me through the crazy days and the crazy phone calls when I'm like, yay, we got one for the win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and just like you said, you might have an employee that sticks around but probably for a long time, like three years. Look, great managers handle employee difficulties. They do. But without proper training, a problem can soon become a company lawsuit, just like Wendy's talking about. Not her specific example, but think holistically. Think the big picture, because without that training, a problem can become a lawsuit for your company. And it's a costly blunder. It could be prevented very simply if managers know the right responses and you take the right course of action. And when in doubt, call it out. Call HR, call your consultant, call your legal, call whoever you need to at least be effective as a manager to take those proper turns as well. Um, There's so many horror stories about lawsuits out there. I'm not even going to open up that can. No, we won't go there. We will go to, you know, the the doing the right thing. And so hopefully you all have amazing, awesome rock star managers. You probably don't if you're listening to this podcast. Sorry. Um, but you know, not, and not everybody is suited to be a manager. So first of all, take that from today that you can't just stick somebody in a management seat because a, they want to, or B they've been there the longest, um, human needs are constantly changing. This isn't new. Uh, I'll, you know, we've been talking about empathy and emotional intelligence and now engagement for years. It's just that now I think people are listening, employees and employers because of the staffing crunch. And so we need to make sure that, um, hopefully, you know, your managers are like, don't even care about the law and they go, Oh, I, I don't really care so much about the law. I really care about my employee that just call me with this situation and what can I do? But let's face it. 
many of your managers might say, it's not that I don't care about them, but I need this position filled today. And they said they're leaving because of medical condition. Bye, I'll, I'll refill that position. Yep. And depending on what size company you are and where you're located, that may be a big no-no in the, in the law because yeah. you may now have to train your managers. No, you heard that word of medical, whatever, even if they didn't clearly say it. And now you need to know, manager, that this is possibly covered by the ADA, by FMLA, by whatever law is uh, um, affecting your organization, maybe your industry or your, st your state specifically. So being a manager isn't just about being a nice guy nice gal um, or about protecting from lawsuits. It's it's everything. It's about getting stuff done, but getting stuff done in the best manner possible and making sure everybody looks back at your company, current and former employees, and even candidates and say, wow, that was a great company. I got <laughs> nothing bad to say about them. Right, right. I've, I've got two things on that list, things I didn't mention before. I'll be real quick with it. I know we're up against the wall here. The first one's going to be soft skills, Wendy. I didn't mention that before, but being a successful manager does require having strong soft skills like problem solving or communication. Create lessons that include scenarios and challenging circumstances within your organization that managers must overcome. And a manager could have long-standing routines or behaviors that they don't even realize that they're doing. So as you build soft talent, soft skills, it can help managers in providing strong leadership in improving staff morale. And the last one that I have for you is executive presence. Even in a small company, you can combine confidence, communication, and your body language. It's how you as a manager could then present your leadership traits, let it be to employees or to peers. And that along with having the ability to plan and solve problems, it, it turns out to be a much more professional work presence that people want to follow and be inspired by. Absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. It, it's so, so true. And in fact, our next episode, our final episode of this series, we're going to talk a little bit more about communication. Um, our, our goal is to really talk about what else can employers do to change the employee experience, the candidate experience, the experience of becoming an employee. So we'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.